the morning sickness relapse with uh, intern Jeremy. That's right, guys. Welcome in to the Morning Sickness Relapse, your behind-the-scenes look into the world of the morning sickness. I am your host, intern Jeremy. Thank you for joining me this week. On this week's episode, we talk about hidden racist symbols, the new questionable sticker John has on his Jeep, local man busted with a sex dungeon, and John having a roommate. Eminem, Pepper. You're all set. I'm ready for action. How you doing, Johnny? Very good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing all right. So uh, earlier in the week, a discussion about uh, hidden racist symbols uh, kicked off at the Cubs game. Right. Poor Doug Glanville. You know, he's just doing his job. And supposedly what the Internet is telling us is that that, that guy, which is the, the the symbol for, hey, look at it, I get to punch you now. Yeah, it's the, it's the, okay the major look uh, game. Yeah. But, but now it means white, white power, apparently. But no, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> absolutely does not mean it. Let, let's be clear to all people of all races that that does not mean white power. Yeah. To 99% of the population, that is not a meaningful thing. Is it? Is society just trying to find oh, bad media, in everything? Yeah, yes. It's, it's, the media is, is, I hate to be that guy. <laughs> You're starting to sound absolute, a little bit like Alex oh, Jones. Tell, yeah. <laughs> the media hits to blame, Jeremy. <laughs> They're the ones that always like go, ooh, we've got something that's divisive. Yeah. And look at what we can create. It is, it was, you look deeper into that whole thing. A joke website started that, and the media bit, and then idiots took it. Ignore idiots, ignore them. Yeah. They don't go away. No. But they're not part of our lives, and they're not important. And what if it stops someone from shooting up? Look, if we're talking about some white supremacist that's going to go nuts. He's going to go nuts anyways. Something's going to trigger it. Yeah. That's a mental health issue. That's a different argument. But fuck you that you can't go to Wrigley Field anymore for doing the look at me game. If the guy's a white power guy, then I guess we should have a quiz before you're allowed to go to a professional ball game on your views on certain things just so you don't accidentally throw up a symbol. My thought when I first saw it was, that dude just won the game. He got all of his buddies. He knows they're all watching <laughs> right. at home. He got them all. He gets to punch all you of know? his friends. But it goes, you know. I don't know. It's a dangerous road to go down to say, well, we don't even need. And the Cubs are in a pickle. They've got a guy who beats women uh, back up. They've they, got a lot of know, bad press going. Uh, drunk Uncle Ricketts is yeah. screaming out things about Jews and stuff like that. And the no women allowed sign over the press box. So they've had a lot of political. This was their way to go. We're proactive. And it's a PR move. There, there was no harm uh, done. Even if the guy is a white supremacist, if that's the best he's got, what a sissy. Yeah. So, uh, big deal. Now I can't say sissy. I guess that's offensive to sissies. Oh, yeah. You, well, you can't. I was listening to a podcast, and they, the guy, he was doing a commercial or something, and he said, um, you throw like a girl. Can't and they're it. like, cut, cut, cut. We, we can't do You can't yeah. say that. That's no. disparaging. And he's like, Okay, They're like you got to come up with something. What different. do you say now about that? You throw like a girl who can't throw. Uh, you uh, you can't don't throw. know how to throw. You're poor at throwing. Yeah. Thanks. There goes the joke. Yeah. There's Appreciate the it. fun. <laughs> there goes the fun in language. Oh, this was supposed to. Oh, this was supposed to be a serious. I'm PSA. doing it. I, I'm I'm done. I'm uh, the humorless cunts of the world are not going to run it. I'm not going to give it to them. It's, I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not. My intent matters. Intention matters. It and, should. And that should be the thing that ma- matters ground. the most, right? Yeah, it's losing ground. If you intend to make people angry with something you do because you're a racist or you're a, you know, you're just a, a bigot in some way that is trying well, that makes you racist, that you're trying to say your race is better than another, yeah. then your intent is bad. It's bad, and it'll you come have out. Evil in the intention. Wash. 
But. It's weird. I, I remember somebody uh, on the uh, the great internet. You know, it's full of great people. Thing. They they told me um, I was sexist because I didn't like that all girls Ghostbusters movie because it was fucking terrible. I didn't like it because there was girls in it. That's not that's not why. I that's didn't like why it I didn't like it. I didn't like it because it was just a bad movie because of the girl parts. They the, here's the reason that movie's sexist and bad. They wrote it specifically to continually mention that they're girls. Yeah. Like, we didn't know that. Like it's what? all about girl this, and if it was women this, and it's all women. It's aimed at women. So men can say, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Just like Sex in the City is not for right. me. I, didn't, I don't. Yeah, you know. I don't. Sex in the City did not appeal. Well, it's for everybody. Well, not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like listening to women chatter about their lives. That's boring to me, and that's okay. If I wanted that, I'd watch The View. Yeah, some exactly. That's not for me. That's clearly not for me. There's a whole network, Lifetime, that says it's for women, and, and if, that's okay. And we used to have one. Remember Spike TV? Spike was the was male. for yeah. men, and, and they that's said fine. It, and then they were like, "You can't do that anymore." But why is it that that? But you can do it, and it's okay that, that things like women are clear to say, "Ugh, yeah. I don't want to go watch that stupid man movie or you know, yeah. it's testosterone festival." And they're right. Certain things are aimed directly at men and what makes us excited. Certain things are directly at women and what makes them excited. And you don't have to like it. And if you dislike it, it doesn't make you sexist. I hate the WNBA because it's women playing basketball. That is a (laughs) terrible combination. And it's just a bad product. And it's 20 years of evidence for me to prove to people that this combination is toxic. It's awful. Well, look at what happened with the uh, AAF. It folded in half a season because yep. it wasn't making money. But the NF, the NBA has been footing the bill for oh, the WNBA yeah. for its entire existence. Yep. And if they were to come out and say, listen, we're done. We don't want to waste our money anymore. Yep. They'd say, no, you're just doing it because you don't want women. It's not a financially feasible product, but they would have to get rid of it and say women's basketball is a failure. And somehow or another, that triggers a sexism. Yeah. Like, why is that? If it, why can't we? Because it's not a viable product. Give it to girls' soccer. After the 2000, whatever it was, 1999 World Cup, they went nuts and said, this is a thing. But I I like that product better than men's soccer. Sure, but oh, I don't like either soccer. But they they tried really hard to get a a league going and things, and the interest waned because what people were cheering for wasn't girls' soccer. It was country. It was patriotism. Yeah, the flag. Yeah, they got got all wrapped up in the flag, and we'll watch anything. We'll watch curling and and ice skating. Well, look at the World Cup every year. That's the only time anybody in the United States outside of Marcus Mang cares about Watch soccer. This. Yeah, there aren't many. It's a small group of people, and when the United States wasn't in it, nobody it did not cared. matter to <laughs> average Joe. If you can get patriotism and a little bit of the old, you know, uh, wave the flag mentality, yeah. people will jump on. The Olympics. Together. Nobody watches Olympic sports outside of the Olympics. Track and field doesn't have a huge rating on NBC Saturday afternoons during you know off times yeah. or during the brazil games nobody gives a shit the olympics matter because it's the u.s versus the world from our perspective and every country's got that so it's dumb it's we even get mad at canada sometimes during the olympics like during hockey yeah. canada's our fucking yeah. enemy like we're gonna go to war with them because it's it's you know patriotic you, you know, get that flag involved everybody gets all hopped up it's great. and you're drinking and you're it's and then great. you're you know canada plays the united states team right now Fuck them. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. And Canada's the nicest people, but once a year, then we're like, you know what? Fuck these guys. It takes every four years for us to even care that Canada and the United States have national hockey teams. Yeah. Dumb. 
So, interesting yeah, fuck thing. Girl Ghostbusters is what I'm <laughs> that saying. That movie was, it was fuck just bad. It was just a terrible movie. So bad. That relied that on remake. the fact they were women to make us have to yeah, see it. Instead of it being a good story. Right, And terrible. that it, they just so happened to be women. Right. They were like, we wrote a movie for Around the Women. So it's automatically, yeah. you're writing the movie for the wrong reason. And you have to preface it by saying, look, I hated this movie because it's bad. Not because they're yeah, women. And I shouldn't have to do that. But I should just feel this movie sucks. passive aggressively set up for you. To have to like it because it's women rather than judge it on its true merit. Because so that's you, the sexism of yeah. it all. It's women in charge, and if you don't like it, you're you're. A, it's a statement against women in charge. And no, it's it, it's a statement against poor writing, a terrible script, and really kind of shit acting. To be honest yeah. with you, Kate McKinnon's horrible in that movie. And she's pretty. I think she's pretty funny. And too. she's funny, but, but the movie was, gave her nothing. And then they're like, they she's getting so annoying. With. It was just bad. It was just a if bad you, movie. If the next big movie coming out is Spider Man. Yeah. If that comes out, you go see it, and you come on the air, and you just say, "I just didn't like that movie." I don't. Nobody would be like, "You know what? It's because you're uh, a bigot spiders. against spiders or against young uh, <laughs> British preteen boys." Mate, well, <laughs> that's a different argument, yeah. but there's there's truth to you that know? too. But yeah, no. They, but if it was Spider Girl, they'd say, "Well, you just didn't yeah. like it because it was a girl." You're I like, didn't no, like, I just didn't like it. I didn't it's like trash. Captain Marvel. I watched ten minutes of that. I didn't like Wonder Woman. You didn't like Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman was terrible. Wonder Woman was better than Captain Marvel. Uh, probably, but, but it, still. Mm. You just watch it with the volume down. I also didn't like two of the three Iron Men. I didn't like, I don't like any of the superhero movies. See, you're, but when you're, I, a, you're but, allowed to not like the Iron right, Man movies. Right, but when I say I didn't like Wonder Woman and I didn't like you Captain got, Marvel, yeah, it's oh, like, oh, yeah. I get it. I'm like, no, I haven't liked any of those movies. You're like, this There's isn't like my thing. Two or three of them that I thought, that's fun. Like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. I like, eh. First Iron Man's okay. I'm not a fan of that genre. It's of not your thing. It's very predictable to me. It's very easy. Yeah, and it's they got some fun lines and it's entertaining, but it's not very good. But you say it about the girl power ones, and all of a sudden you're a dick. But they are forcing that. Even in the new one, all my friends are like whispering, not saying out loud. That whole girl power scene is pretty annoying. Or like yeah. they keep pushing that on us. My Just let them be characters that do the job. Never mention their women. And never like throw their fists in the air. It's like we're here too. Yep, you're here. We all showed up. A we're billion all, dollars yeah. in a weekend. Yeah, we're showed all up. Equal. Nobody gave a fuck that women were who was doing what. Be a yeah. hero, but don't force it down and be heavy handed about the gender differences. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. My wife even turned to me in that girl power movie. We saw the movie together, and she was just like, "Ugh." Yeah, the majority of people are like, uh, "I don't want this forced down my throat." I get it. It was shoehorned in there, and you could it's, tell. It's, it's cool. Not... Like Black Panther was cool. I talked to my black friends, and they're like, "Dude, it was just cool <laughs> because I'd never seen it." Yeah. You know, and I'm like, "You don't watch the NBA? Like, there's heroes all over the fucking place." And he goes, "You know what I mean?" And I'm like, "It's a and, different." And they've, he walked away saying, "It yeah. was a. It, we were just happy. It was good." Yeah, it wasn't one of those '70s black exploitation superhero movies. It's like this is almost embarrassing, but I like seeing a black guy in the cape. <laughs> so I got, I have, I'm black, right. so I have to like this. Right, it's like eh, I guess it. But that was prior to that was low budget bullshit. But the yeah. high budget Black Panther was like, you know, it wasn't the good thing was it didn't suck, and there was a, an inner pride in going, we this is our hero. It's a, it's a good story, well yeah. written, and there's something to that when you drive around in an all black area, and you're the white guy that moment of like oh i'm not like i don't fit here yeah. kind of hits you you got to imagine that's how my, my they feel all the time my when black they're not guys, that area. my black friends are always like that's how we are at grocery stores it's you know we always get that feeling god i'm surrounded by people that don't look like me so when you see something that does it's exciting i was in australia and everybody looks like me 
but they sound different. And then when you heard somebody with an American accent, you gravitate towards yeah. it. It's like, oh, we're the same, you and me. So the commonalities it's like when you are see, important. When you see a, another guy in a Cubs hat, you always give the nod, exactly. you give the hey, you know, every time. Because it's just. People a, with Jeeps, sports teams. Yeah, you Jeeps guys with we're the weird. wave. We're really weird. You guys we got wave. The wave. I know. It's weird, but it's true. There's a tribal kind of weirdness that's like, there's a commonality. You look like me. You're doing something I'm doing, which is cool. I saw a Jeep in Vegas, and the, the tire cover on the back said, I'm the black Jeep of the family. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I should get that for John. No, <laughs> I'll never use it. But speaking of Jeeps, I was working overnights last week, mm-hmm. rolling out of here real early in the morning, and I noticed a new sticker addition to the black Jeep. Somebody put that on there. It says something to the yeah. effect of, my therapist my, has four yeah. paws no, or something? No, no, no. It says, my therapist has a wet nose. Oh, okay. Close Someone enough. put that on my car. I didn't even know it was there. What is his name, John Holmberg? No. <laughs> and I don't know who, it's a magnet. And somebody oh, put it on my okay. car, on my bumper. And I didn't see it or notice it. And yeah, it's been there Megan for a week. saw it and goes, <laughs> What is on the back here, car? I'm like, I don't know what it's doing. So, and that day I had noticed it. And I said, I saw it today. I said, It's silly. And she goes, You got to take it off there. I'm like, You take it off of there. <laughs> so now it's just a thing that drives her nuts. So I kept it so on. So you leave it on there for that reason. But my I saw it. My therapist has a wet like, nose. It's funny. I'm like, John, you're two steps away from yeah. I love my wife sticker it's, territory. It's a bad one. I admit it. It's it's crazy. <laughs> Baby on board. It's crazy dog man stuff. Like guy who lives alone because his wife died yeah. from a dog bite probably because <laughs> he's got too many, you know. But I'm half hours. asleep. I'm rolling out of here. It's early in the morning. And I'm look, and, and at first I'm like, uh, I'm just asleep. I'm seeing yeah. things that's somebody else's Jeep. <laughs> Maybe it's a rental. I don't know. But then it was there the next day. I'm like, that's uh-oh. That's What's going on? Johnny's getting old. He's loosening no, up. Somebody put it on there. Uh, well, my friend, my, one time my friend Colin, I had a, uh, I don't know how he did this. I had a bright red Dodge pickup truck. Is that, that's the one that was in that the got accident, mashed, right? yeah. yeah. It was brand new. It was 1998 when I, and he put a sticker, a black and white magnet. It was about eight inches by eight inches, I guess. Appropriately. As we'll hear in a second. <laughs> all right. Of two shirtless men embraced in a <laughs> Deep kiss. <laughs> like they are embroiled in love. Oh, it's the same sticker that Ian has on his car. Probably. Yeah. It, he put it on the back of my car, and, uh, and I was like, who did this? And so I took it off and put it on his car, which was gray, the same color as black and white. Yeah. And I don't know how long it was on mine, but it was on Colin's car for almost a month and a half. <laughs> he didn't, like the weather was great. He didn't wash his car. And a month and a half went by. And I was laughing because I'm like, I don't know how, mine wasn't on there very long, but it was on there for a few days. I don't know how I missed it. But yeah, this thing that's on my car is kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of snuck by me, snuck by me. But it's at least it's cute. It's not, you know, sex. Well, I had had stuck a couple of Mark and Neanderthal uh, magnets on your Jeep a while back. I saw them that day. The the, the white Jeep. This is before you got the black one. Yeah, I saw it that day. I thought you'd support, like to support the sister station. No, I can't. They're after my money. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just waiting for that I love my wife sticker or, uh, you know. Those only come from fuck-ups. My child is uh, a, a, a rescue or what the hell ever, you know, some. Because you're big in the dog, so I can see you loosening up the reins on oh, that. that goofy shit. Yeah, no, that you're, goofy you're, shit's goofy shit. I don't like sending messages to the people behind me in traffic. I, I like the one the guy in the news the other day where he had the big he got in trouble because it's I eat ass. I, I think that's a public service announcement. I agree <laughs> to a certain extent. I hate that he took that to the Constitution. <laughs> That's troubling to me. Like, people complained. The cops pulled him over and said, maybe you shouldn't have this. No! It's my constitutional right as an American. I'm like, please don't use the You're Constitution like, this is the hill you're going to die that. on, right? Just eat ass 
and deal with it. Tell people you eat ass as much, but you don't even have a sticker that says I eat ass. If if the neighbors are like, could you take that down? My kid's asking a lot of questions. Just be a decent person. There's a guy in Pennsylvania. You have a right yep. to eat ass and let people know, but be a decent person and don't put a I eat ass there. And then when someone it's says take it down. It's in capital block yeah. letters, crystal clear to yeah. read. It's not even like in Huge. cursive trying to be cute. No, it's big. Uh, yeah, too. it was the whole back window. Yeah, I just don't like that. The <laughs> second somebody said, dude, funny, but stop. He and Nicolas Cage showed up with the fucking Declaration of Independence. And yeah. said, these are the things that I have rights to. This is my, and the Bill of Rights shows up. And I was like, oh my God. We had to travel to a museum in D.C. So you defend your right to eat ass? Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> there was a guy, I think in Pennsylvania, and on his back window, it had two guns, and it said, oh. try and come and take it. Basically saying, like, if you try to break into my you. car or my house or whatever, I have guns. So someone broke out his back window and just stole the back seat out of his car. <laughs> That's great. And so the police... Well, you dared me. Yeah. It's like, hey, you told me to come take it. I took it, and there was no consequences. Thank you. Yeah. Is there permission? Like when your car says, hey, I dare you to try to get in here. Isn't that telling people, come get, get in my if car? If it says, I dare you to, but all this one said was, try and come and take it. That's an invitation. That, like, that I want to you to try. Like, that's, maybe this is a radio station truck, Yeah. and there's prizes inside. Yeah. And I've got to find maybe my way Maybe there's something in. in there that I want. Yeah. <laughs> but I need rules and regulations. Can I break the windows? Can I bust the locks out? That's did you put funny. stickers on your car like when you're in high school, like band stickers? No, or? I never did band stickers. Um, there's been stuff I've put on there. I never really, I've never really been a bumper sticker guy. I never thought they were funny. I always thought like, why? I just the think the car looks nicer without them. Yeah, why do you, you want know? to talk to me? Now I have recently put our KUPD 40th anniversary stuff. I think those are cool. But those new logos are bad. Yeah, it's really neat. So I like that, and I put that on my white Jeep. Yeah. Black Jeep, I've got. But see, Megan outlaw. normally drives a white Jeep, so you're, it's not really like you're driving around. No, you know, but I've right? got my tactical black thing they put on my Jeep, and then Outlaw uh, Jeep and well, truck. They built, the, built, they the, built it built for Built the you. stuff for me, so they have a little sticker on there, but yeah, I don't mind that. It's almost advertising. I've seen ones that it's, because you always see like the baby on board one, like, oh, I'm so sorry, I was going to crash into you, but right. you have a baby? Yeah. I have saw one that was like, it was like uh, adults on board, we like to live too, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I well, my favorite one of the stick figures, I always wanted to have stick figures where the 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 stick figure mom and the stick figure husband are standing together and stick figure uh, wife has kind of saggy breasts <laughs> and then in a bubble thought over the husband is a different stick figure with bigger, better tits. <laughs> and then like their kids. And then I also like the ones where um, the family's there like maybe they've lost a child. Oh, and they have to scrape it off. it out. <laughs> I saw one where or the, put a halo on it. I saw one where <laughs> the 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 mom thing was taken out, and they put above it now taking applications for this spot. And there's an arrow pointing. That's that cool. There was another one where a jeep had a jeep running over a stick figure family. Oh yeah, I've that seen ones with a dinosaur. Where it's like my yep. T Rex doesn't give a shit about your uh, right. stick figure family. Yeah, stick figure family announcements are bad. We've got four kids, a dog, and an owl. Yeah. What the fuck are you telling me for? What do I care? I'm just trying to get from A to B. Get out, get out of my way. What? How much would it cost if they if the station was like, we need you to start driving the black KUPD truck around? It's going to be part of. How much would you charge them to do that? What do you mean? Because like they're just like, hey, listen, because you're going to sign a new contract here. They're like, this is the new deal. You got to drive it around. You got to advertise all the time. Why? Well, I don't know. You do it. I, well, I would do it. I love driving it around. Free then vehicle. do it. <laughs> But would you, would you, because I know you were real upset when I brought that oh, red truck to the house. I fucking advertisement in front of my so house. So they're like, you have to have this parked out front of your house. No. <laughs> no. You park it in front of your house. No. I'm not important, John. You're important. They need you to do it. 
Exactly. I'm important. I don't need to announce they need, where they need you fucking to go after stuff the, is. They want you to go after the gay market, and they want you to start with the neighbors. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> the reason why is because Mr. Literally, a man named Mr. Lee in my neighborhood growing up had an ice cream truck, and it was parked in front of his house, and we would just wait for him to settle in. Why chase him? <laughs> exactly. And then bang on his door and go, ice cream. <laughs> so if that KPD truck's outside, people knock on my door and go, can you get a bandana? What the fuck? Why is this here? It's like, God damn it. <laughs> A bunch of freeloading weirdos that show up at my house looking for stuff. No. Yeah. Mr. Lee, we fleeced him for Peps. And he's so goddamn mad. He had the hottest daughter ever, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. So sexy. Tall Asian girl. Great body. And she'd lay outside in the, in the sun in her front lawn. And we'd knock on the well, door. she's asking for it. Oh, she, she was taking begging it for it. And this guy named Jimmy gave it to her. But I'd knock on the door and Mr. Lee would come out. Oh, truck, no go. Why you barber? It's like we want Pepsi and a bomb pop. <laughs> no, it's a truck only park. You don't get anything. Like, oh, well, Pepsi and Bomb Pop, please. And they show him like a buck fifty. Ah! Slams the door, and we just stand in the driveway. In seconds, that driveway would open up. What you want, Pepsi Bomb Pop? <laughs> he wanted the fucking money so bad. Hey, money talks, man. I'll buck tell and you a what. half. Drove that dude from whatever he was doing right out to that fucking truck every time. What year did. was this? The 80s? In the 80s. You no more bang on my door. You wait for a truck to go. I'm not working right now. Go back inside like two hours later. Kung, 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 kung. Uh, I have another Pepsi and let's go with another bomb pop. I'll yeah. the bomb pop. You know what? Let me be the chocolate banana. No more. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, fuck. Dollar 50, you fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, so that's why I don't. My try, I, I was thinking of the abuse that I gave Mr. Lee. That's what you Mark did. All karma would come back. Oh, it would kill me. Kill me. Yeah, I, well, I'm I mean, not an ice cream man. No, there you go. Also because I have pride. <laughs> So you're saying Mr. Lee had no pride? That's why the garage door opened. If he had any pride, he'd go right back to that couch and continue watching his Chinese soap operas or whatever the fuck he was watching. Well, the problem is, is if you start seeing ghouls showing up in your neighborhood, it's time to move. Oh, Pretty much everybody in the neighborhood is going to be like, great. The truck. Well, they're going to know it's you. They're like, he's the one that brought him to the neighborhood. No, that's true. The neighbors, well, I don't mind if neighbors don't like me. They're going to be like, Jeez, it's that truck. I'm in trouble. Let's band together and get him kicked out of the neighborhood. Jeremy, I just found Did you just ear pull hair. ear hair out of Jesus. Pull it. Oh, did you I get it? ear hairs. Oh. What year did that start for you? In your 60s? <laughs> It hasn't started oh, yet. No, that's funny because my first car. Come this on. doesn't help my argument that I'm not old. My first car was a 1977 Plymouth Volare station <laughs> How wagon. How old are you? <laughs> Come on. This was in 2006. Your first car was a 77. Yeah, my dad got it for Volare. 500 bucks. Um, cream colored with uh, <laughs> fake wood paneling on the outside and fucking plaid interior. Oh my! And the steering God. wheel was about three feet so your wide. Parents awesome. hated you. Probably. I got you know. a car, son. Yeah. You're never getting laid. Well, no. First, I had a uh, 96 Honda Civic, but it was a stick shift, and I couldn't drive a stick shift. 1896? I didn't even know Honda was around. <laughs> the first Honda. Yeah. <laughs> but then I couldn't drive a stick shift, so my dad's like, well, this is the only other thing I could find. Oh, my God. But that thing was badass, man. No, Solid no, steel. It was a boat. Oh, I loved that. The, oh, the Velari. Oh, that thing oh, was beautiful. fuck yeah. What happened to it? Uh, I ran that thing into the ground. Yeah. How many miles is on a 77 Velari? That you well, get in, it was in the 90s. It was over, no, this is 2000s, 2006. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. The car was the, 40. The odometer stopped <laughs> somewhere around 360,000 miles, but it had stopped working. So this thing is a million I had no miles idea. Away. I had no idea how many miles were on it. Jesus. That th it was awesome. And the springs. Did were, you buy it with the broken odometer? Yeah. So we you it could have had five six hundred thousand miles on yeah. it when you got it. I mean, I got it for four hundred bucks. Could have turned over four hundred dollars for yeah. a car. Yeah, and you trusted it on the streets to be 
safe? Well, funny story. Coming no, back from school one day. Scary story. <laughs> um, we're coming up to a stoplight, and there's lots of traffic. I was at. I remember where I was at. I was at Gilbert and Baseline. Yeah. It's going down Baseline, going east, and my buddy is in the passenger seat, and he's like. All right, dude, you got to hit the brakes now. We're getting close. And I'm like, dude, I'm hitting the brakes, man. There ain't nothing nothing going. And I went and just bumped it, but I went right into the back of the Saturn. And this dude um, looked like he would sell, like, knockoff Adidas clothes in New York, heavy accent. Starts yelling at me, give me money, give me money. And I'm like, he's like, or I call the cops. You clearly see I have no money. And I was like, call the cops, dude. I was like, I got insurance. It's fine. And then he took off. He didn't have insurance. Insurance covered a 77 Velari? What are you paying for? I think I, honestly, I think I was paying like 32 bucks a month. (laughs) In 10 months, you've paid more in insurance than the vehicle's value. Yeah. I wasn't paying for it. My parents were. I don't care. (laughs) That ain't my money. (laughs) I don't have money now when I'm about to turn 30. Do you think I had money when I was 15? (laughs) No. I mean, I wouldn't cover that thing other than in in case I killed someone with it. That's what I had. It was... Oh, my God. But the springs were broken in the driver's seat, so I was slunk way down. That's sweet. (laughs) Was it all one color? No. Yeah, of course not. Which door was replaced? No, it was all original. Yeah. um, But, like, the top had started to fade or whatever. It's 40. It was a nice cream color uh, with wood paneling on the outside. That's got to be the oldest Plymouth on record that stayed on the streets. Well, then I just got rid of it because it stopped running. Well, and so yeah. I just sold it for scrap. And then I found I could have sold it for a lot more. These dudes buy them and restore them. Oh, no. And Plymouth Volaris? Yeah. No, they don't. Yes, they do. There's a whole. There's a lot of stuff on the internet you don't know about, John. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or they restore them for objectifiles to fuck cars, maybe, but not to- Hey, I don't care what they do with it after I sell it. That's you their You would have gotten your 400 bucks back. Yeah. Actually, I got more. I got I'm 600 sure. when I'm I took it to the strap yard. that. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, congratulations. What a financial investment that was. It, it, hey, listen, bucks. How many would, years did you drive it? Um, my whole junior year of high school. One year, and then what'd you drive after that? Uh, eighty nine Ford Escort. Not bad. The little that you remember what they did with the the in the eighties the Mustangs how they yeah. looked they're boxy. Yeah. That's what the Escort and this thing was fast. It was a little six speed. Yeah. And then uh, timing chain went out and the pistons went through the headers and. <laughs> Listen, so I'm sitting. Here's another story. Right? Man, you grew up so. I'm at, I'm at Power fragile. and University. You, you could very easily have been a school shooter. You just, oh yeah. You went down the right path. <laughs> I was at Power and University in the turn lane, sitting at the light, and was waiting to turn. Traffic's coming, and it, that's when it died. Everything just shut off. Yeah. And so me and my buddy are trying to push it. <laughs> this cop comes driving up, kind of slows down. I'm like, "Hey, dude, he's gonna stop and help us," and then just kept going. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> nah, he's like, are, "Yep, never mind." They're everything I never want to be. Yeah. I was, just keep driving. That, that kind of hurt me. That's, that's where my distrust of cops come from. But. That's where it comes from. <laughs> Could have helped me push the car. It was hot pretty, outside. Busy. Yeah, <laughs> Protect and serve my dick. Yeah, that's right. They didn't protect and serve me that day. No, I wouldn't either. And then uh, local sex dungeon. Pretty sweet. You've you've started yours. You've got a couple pieces. It isn't a sex dungeon. Dungeons are underground lairs. Or castles have dungeons. It's a prison. So yours is like a sex cafe? It's just a room with sex. It's a bedroom. (laughs) But is it a separate bedroom than your bedroom? That's called the guest room, and sometimes you fuck in it. Oh, and, then and you keep your dirty fuck stuff in it. But see, that doesn't make it. Then a it's dungeon. not a guest room because I know you. You don't have guests over to sleep over. You no. hate that. So I've it's, had it's your sex in room. the past, but not now. Is that the room Ralphie was staying in? Yeah, he did. It was the far room. No, no, no. No, the sex dungeon. I used to have two guest rooms, and then I t- that one's gone now. Oh, that's when you did the remodel. Yeah, the whole remodel. So then I've just got one basic kind of guest bedroom. Yeah. 
that stays over in the corner there on the other side of the house. That's a good. So thing. you're gonna get we did a, a, a listener sent in a picture of a cage, seventy five. Are you gonna get one of those? Add it to the I'm not guest really bedroom. Into the imprisonment thing. <laughs> you never know till you try. But I'm it, not John. against it. Yeah, I mean, like, why not? Give it a try. But there's like a bunch of sex stuff in the house. Like I think everybody's got. And so if you Except came for in, maybe Brady. Yeah, Brady seems well that he knows about. It. I think Ronnie I think has Ronnie's some got stuff, tons but of it. he just there's doesn't a reason know Brady there. had to move all that stuff into the garage to make room. <laughs> but there, yeah, everybody's got vibrators and things like that. You've For just the stepped most, it up I would say the majority. Furniture. I'm, I'm going to say the majority of people do. So the minority that screams out that it's dirty and debaucherous Sodom and Gomorrah stuff. So what? The, the, that's it. Yeah. Get your get your nose out of my business. If you're going to be uptight and weird about sex, go do it somewhere else. I don't have to be. So it's not a dungeon just because you found a room that I have a closet <laughs> full of cool shit. I got a swing. I got a Sibian. I got all that stuff. And it's just because it's like, hey, let's play. We don't use it that much. But you but just like to have it to, there just in case. You never know. Yeah. You know, Jamie didn't have everything laid out in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, he had a, sep- he had a dungeon. He had, there, a, right? he had a room. But and it was a dungeon, I guess, because impri- <laughs> but uh, that's an that's a prison. Dungeons so your hang up is what it is is using the term dungeon because the, d- the word dungeon is is like synonymous with old timey castle prisons, yeah. or like like a scary pit that you've dug to keep your prisoner. This is just a uh, uh, sex room for people who enjoy stuff that considered socially very. Taboo. Risque. Yeah, really far over the line, but that's their business. And if she's into it, the girl was supposedly into it, and she got, you know, things got a little rough every once in a while, but she was volunteering for rough sex. Yeah. If she wants to go back and not press charges, okay. Yeah, that's weird to me. I that's don't, I don't it. Understand. Like, if your wife and you are into rough stuff, and in the middle of it, you get a little too rough, you're like, wait a minute, I we Time had out. a safe word. Yeah. If you don't have a safe word. The safe word is, ow, that really hurt. Ouch, if you're hurting me, <laughs> asshole, that's usually it. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. But if he's going past that and hitting her or didn't allow her to, you know, leave. But she left and told the cops, ah, he's funny. He's a funny guy. I enjoy him. <laughs> that was one of her quotes. He's one of the, he, nobody makes me laugh like this guy. It's like, all right, <laughs> you're going to get beaten for that. It might be the nitrous oxide that, yeah, that he made me huff before. And maybe but he's doing hilarious. horrible things to keep her there. Yeah. And if that comes out later, then, yeah, you've got an imprisonment situation. But if she wants to be there and they want to get weird and beat each other up, okay. Do you think it's too late for Addison Russell to use that excuse? Yeah, I think Addison's <laughs> He's waited a little too long? Yeah. <laughs> I just hate that, like, because what's weird to you and what's weird to me are going to be two different things. Well, yeah, so you were talking sudden, about with Brady. Yeah, oh, Sex is weird for Brady. but right. So, obviously, the stuff that you're going to be doing is just fucking out of this the world. The fun thing about Brady is when you say something like what you just said, which is sex is weird for Brady. Goes, I don't know why I have that reputation. <laughs> and it's because all the <laughs> stuff that when we talk about these things, like, it's totally normal not to do it. Yeah. It's totally normal not to want to do that. I'm like, you sound like you want it to be less and less and less and then when yeah. we say well you'd never do it you can't say that it's like well which are you what do you <laughs> want to do here do you want to have a sex dungeon go nuts yeah. nobody's stopping you that's the thing if you want to be crazy uptight about sex if you want to be in the middle somewhere if you want to be totally nuts that's fine just don't leak it out of your house and, and as long it. as everybody involved it's consensual yep. Con- that's all consent that is huge that's a big thing <laughs> yeah that's big is it top yeah. of the list or consent yeah interest then consent. Yeah. <laughs> Those are both things that I are You're paramount. Very highly valued paramount. in the Holmberg household. Yeah, that's huge. Once those two boxes are ticked, from there it's a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then you start getting into stuff like that. I remember there was this girl I was with, and we would do it. And she goes, "I the first time I ever had sex, I was uh, introduced to it through violence and bondage." Oh wow! And I'm like, really? She goes, "Yeah." She, goes, she dated a teacher or something when she was in school. Still. Yeah, oh, and she goes, "He was like later like... later years," and she goes, "And he was into bondage and stuff like that." I'm like, "How about that?" I don't. I, don't, I didn't really even finish the deal with her. We just messed around, but she was telling me that. And she goes, so she goes, one of these times we'll get into it. I want to introduce you to some stuff. And I think she scared me away. I think that I, now Did that you I think, think she was going to be tying you up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thinking back on it. No, she wanted me to beat her up. Uh, thinking <laughs> back on it, uh, I acted like I didn't like her anymore. But now my brain's telling me you were scared shitless, <laughs> glad which we, is true. I'm glad we were able to work through this. Yeah, right that's a, that was a therapy moment. That was, I was really afraid of her. She was super cute like fun but she told me that she goes I like because we were making out yeah and it was very passionate and sweet and she and, didn't want that and so no she's like she I really like hand. it I really like this you know she'd say the things you say like you like how you kiss and I'm like okay me too and then I thought it was going <laughs> something then she started to talk about you know I was introduced to say stop kissing for a little bit and start talking she started to talk about how she was introduced to sex by a teacher and mm. he was uh, I hope she got a good grade well I'm sure she did and he would he would like do mean shit to her Ooh. and she he's like this is what sex is that's when uh, dr drew would say she had a troubled childhood yeah troubled if at least a troubled that. teen years because yeah, she, she was into that stuff life. something happened when she was a kid but she's like so i kind of got introduced to it and i find it to be very arousing i'm like holy cow does it still frighten you that though like extreme bondage and all that uh i mean obviously you guys you you've talked about you have a swing and everything you guys yeah. are into the light stuff yeah, that's not. That's but not, if like right. if Megan was like, I want the you to light stuff. Jeez. <laughs> but if Megan was like, I want you to put nails through a baseball bat and hit me around with it, would you be like, I yeah, don't know I'd about do this? No, I'd do it. <laughs> but I do what the dude did in uh, Scottsdale and have a contract. That's right. I get some paperwork. Do contracts mean nothing anymore? Apparently not. Some girl named Stephanie emailed me today and said, uh, Jesus, every time I open up an app, I have to agree to something. Yeah. And it's just to play bejeweled for fuck's sake. Or is this so, so I can order means food? Something. I log into to, to, to Grubhub and Postmates they're like, and yeah. Grubhub, you have to fucking sign a deal. Yeah. And it's and it's it's you know it, it's par like it holds in court. Yeah. This girl signed a fucking sex slave deal. That contract's no good. Apparently not. Now that guy's standing in jail with two hundred fifty thousand dollars bond. That sucks. That's his not fucking fair. roommate. Again, if it comes out that he was forcing her to do stuff, then the guy deserves a rotten jail. Uh, but uh, if she's going to the media and saying like, "No, uh, we we're all in on it. Right. I hope he doesn't really go to jail for a long time." Now, if you're, uh, let's just say, because this is so hypothetical, it almost makes me sick to bring oh, it up. Here we go. But Megan and I are, uh, you know, we're like, "Now nah, let's get some money in the house," and we hire or uh, hire. We have you come in to be our roommate. Yeah. Right, like Jeremy, you're gonna kick in a little bit. And you're gonna live with us. Oh, by the way, that room right there—it's like that's not exercise equipment. That's a sex room we use, and we get pretty rough. And that's yeah. the cage that Megan sleeps in. And this is our—it's <laughs> well, technically not a dungeon by definition, but it's—we yeah. it, keep it bright in here. It's, well, not it's a really well lit. There's no water. Yeah, it's not know, humid. No, the walls look nice. Everything's yeah. good. Watch TV there when it's not being used as a sex dungeon. But that's what we do. So you're in your room. And I'm out in the sex room, the living room. What used to be the living room, but now it's the sex room. And I like I that's the power move, though. Megan fucking the her room. and beating up Megan, and she's yeah. screaming and she's into it. And you're in the room as the roommate, and you saw that room. You had to yeah. assume that's probably what goes on in there. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, "Ooh, man, she is screaming loud. Yeah. I'm going to go take a peek, see and see what's going on here." And you see that I'm hitting her pretty good, and she's there. 
uh, you're a shitty roommate for tattling on that because you knew what you signed up for. Yeah, you can't for. tattle. Now, if she came to you after and went, why didn't you help me? I'm yeah, being, if we were just I'm home and, and you're at, at, at work or you're gone and she's just like, hey, listen, I don't know how to get out of this. Then yeah. I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the couch. Or how about when it's middle of the night and the, the master's in bed and the slave's in the dungeon room in her sex cage and you come out of your room and go, Psst, and you like change your water bowl or whatever. Yeah. Psst, psst. Uh, is it a water bowl or is it like the yeah. hamster thing? With just the, Yeah, you've got the <laughs> lick thing. That's probably yeah. better off. It's easier to maintain. But you would ask her, are you okay? I would. Yeah, me if too. That's out, how I would handle if it. If I'm as sneaking the out for a snack in the middle of the night and she's still in her cage, I'd yeah. be like, you still cool well, She being slept in, in there? the cage. Yeah. So you'd go out there and go, Psst, I don't want to make it pro. Is this okay? Because that sounded pretty rough. Yeah. Do you want me to call someone? And if she said, yes, help me. I would. The call happens. If she's like, no, 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 it's fucking great. Yeah. I I'd like, this, sweet. I get that bat with nails in it up my ass right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'd be like, it's very odd that you guys have decided to not use that spare room you have right. and you use the living room. I think it's a power move. Well, no, I like it. That's but, actually not odd because it's their house. What's odd is having a roommate. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm saying like if I'm your roommate rooms. and you're right. like, we're moving the sex room to the living right. room, I'd be like, it's an odd choice, but hey, listen, yeah. it's your house. I'm just living here with you. And with the Do roommate saying, kick ass, I'll take that room. Yeah. You accept everything that happens in that fucking room, aside from murder. But it would be on you to when you're giving the tour, like you're giving the tour to me, like if you want to move in, this is how it is. This is where you'll be, by the way. This Fifty Shades of Grey with the twist is what over they here, and that goes okay. on a now, lot. Now, if the stuff was just like covered up or just kind of looked like there was furniture in there, and then all of a sudden it's my first night, and <laughs> yeah, and they're kind of I hear you saying, "All right, man, I'm getting the baseball yeah. bat. You're not listening." I'd be like, "Oh, right. something's weird." Ah! <laughs> oh, why? I'd peek my head out and go, yeah. "Oh, this is what you're talking about." I'd be like, "What's the weight on that bat?" It yeah. looks a little heavy. You might and then as a roommate, more. maybe go in the next time, like Saturday morning breakfast or whatever, and just go, guys, um, if I poke my head out, can we do a safe word for me Yeah. to know that this is not going south? Because normally I'd want to call the police. And the roommate's the idiot here. Yeah. You just don't accept it's very that. Odd. Roommates. And you mm. have to know. No, roommates are the worst. I can't do I'm roommates. I won't ever do roommates. Again, I would get a third job, a fourth job. Listen. Just to not have a roommate. I don't get to do this a lot. I live in my car. I don't have a roommate. I don't need a roommate. Right. Fucking Cha-Ching Chavez, motherfucker. That's right. Cha-Ching Chavez to Jeremy, who's living life platinum style. No roommates. No roommates. Hashtag no roommates. Last roommate I had tried to steal my dog. So I was like, we're done with this. Yeah, no roommates are the worst. (laughs) And then get me beat up by her uh, offensive lineman brother from Asia. See, and that's the other thing. Roommates, (laughs) Roommates themselves aren't bad. It's the people that fucking show up at your house because of them. That you can't say. You're only half yours. So you get weirdos in that, and out of your I don't house, like. I don't like my friends coming over to my house. No, no, no. I don't like my family coming over. Similar to you, I definitely don't want some rando coming over because my roommate invited him right. over. Right, and then you go home and you're like, who's this guy? Oh, it's my buddy. God yeah. damn it! Roommates always got somebody in my house. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Johnny. Have fun with your sex, done. All right. All right. I think I'm That'll do it for this week, guys. We thank you for downloading. If you miss anything HMS-related, go to the podcast page on 98kupd.com. You can get the daily podcast of HMS. And make sure you tune in to Holmberg's Morning Sickness, Monday through Friday from 545 to 10 a.m. on the Big Red Radio, 98kupd.